Welcome, everybody. Welcome. You heard the fanfare, so you know what time it is. It's that magical hour. Northeast Tattoo Brew. We're here talking about all things tattooing and brewing. <laughs> on the soundboard. All right. All right. Thank you very much. With always, on my left, the uh, the jefe. The, uh, the most El jefe. El jefe. The, the birdest Bert I've ever met. Um, Mr. Jeff Burt. How you doing tonight? I'm doing real good. How about yourself? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. And uh, to my right, the Sultan of Vermont, Speedy Gonzalez, Dana Morris. Andre, Andre. Hey. How's everybody doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. good. Pretty good. We're all uh, we're all just just getting settled in today on our uh, on our fine podcast Thursday, and uh, tonight we are drinking. Dating when I handle this one. We grabbed a couple beers from Night Shift Brewery, which is located in Everett, Massachusetts. Oh, nice. Yeah, another local brewery, which is good. I think all right now, they think we're all drinking the 87, which is a double IPA. It's 8%. Is there? But on backup, we have Centilli, which is one of my favorites from them. I uh, Whenever I'm out at the restaurant and I see that it's on the menu, that's my go-to. The go-to. It's an American IPA, and it is 6%. Yeah. These 87s are awesome. I wonder if it's like the 87th brew and the other 86 sucked and they finally got it right on the 87th. I wonder how they got the name. You, you'd think that like that's what they do when it's like Formula 25 or something <laughs> like that. You know? Right? Isn't it uh, intense as Formula 23? Yeah. 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 And I think that's exactly why they called it that, because Probably. they tried it 22 other times, I swear, someone told me that. <laughs> nah, that sucks. Let's try it again. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the drawing board. It's a good beer. I like it. It is. It's delicious. <laughs> my, my leg's falling off. <laughs> nah, you'll be fine. 22, it was a bust. Alright, yeah, but this is 87, so... You know, they really fucked up a lot, I guess. <laughs> Another thing is the name of the brewery, Night Shift. Do they brew at night? Or, or is it a couple guys that maybe That's work the graveyard shift? I guess you would think we got to get these guys on our show and, and find out what the deal is behind uh, Formula 87 and the name of their company, right? Do you think that we work on their on their schedule? More, There's more questions than answers this is right, right now. Right? More it's 9.30 at night. Well, we're we're after hours now. So anybody at Night Shift Brewery, if you're listening, uh, this is an officially an open invite yeah. to the Northeast Tattoo Brew podcast. So yeah, check us out on Instagram, Facebook. Like, shoot us a message. Yeah, we like your beers very much. So, uh, so they were they were pleasing to us. Everett's up by uh, uh, North Shore, right? Everett, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah your old stomping grounds, kind of. The North Shore, I mean, not so much the North Shore, but that, that's the, like the one area Boston always felt that I didn't know the most about. Is Everett near, um, what's the name of the town in in the town where all the bank robberies happen? That's, uh, Tra- uh, that's Charleston, right? No. Charleston, no. Don't look at me, God man. damn it. Um, Fact checker. Oh, no. This is awful. I don't even know what to look up. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's not. It's not Cambridge. It's Jeez. like the the most bank rob the na- the name of the town with the most bank robberies in our country. Yeah, yeah. something like that. I think it's they're known for always getting robbed. Yeah, this is killing me. I can't believe I'm doing this. Why? Why I can't seem to get this right. So we got some cool topics to talk yeah, it's, about it's tonight. Up next to, it's up next to Chelsea and Revere. Um, Jesus uh, Christ. Are we talking about just Massachusetts? Yeah, just it's, Massachusetts. It's, Massachusetts. Oh, okay. it's, 
It must be. Say, somehow Vermont made this list. That's pretty awesome. California recorded the largest number of bank robberies with 805, followed by Texas, 464, Ohio, 263, Florida, 243. North Dakota had the nation's best record for bank robberies with only two. Wyoming came in second with three, followed by South Dakota and Vermont. Uh, so I guess Vermont has a bunch of fucking pussies that don't know how to rob a goddamn bank. <laughs> well, even though California was number one, I feel like Keanu Reeves, he solved that fucking mystery, didn't he? He arrested the uh, ex-presidents. He busted them in, uh, yes, did. in Point Break. Point Break. Point Break. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Which one was... Okay, so who was Nixon? Which one was Nixon? Was that... Uh, I'm not a crook. I'm not a crook. Was that, uh, was that Patrick Swayze? Was he Nixon? Uh, I feel like he was... He was Reagan. LBJ. He was LBJ? I don't know. I have no idea. No, then maybe he was Chicky Dick. Okay. Did you get... You got Kurt Russell and yeah. Patrick Swayze, right? Kurt Russell was not in that movie. He, was, he wasn't in that movie? No, Gary Busey was, though. That the Businator. No, okay, no, no. So, Dude, I don't no. want a tattoo of Gary Busey. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> who were the other cops, then? Uh, Rob, who did your tiny face so, tattoo? Did you even see this time. movie, bro? I did, I did. It has been a long time. I'm drawing a blank on, on the whole thing. Who did your tiny yeah, face you tattoo? Uh, it was a guy named uh, Dave Locke. And he just had a book come out, right? Yes, he did. I, he did. I, I got my tattoo nice and published in there, too. Can you hook up. me up with him to get a tiny face Gary Busey? I would actually... There you go. That's awesome. Right? Yeah. I, I love it. I, I, I will say this. I, I would imagine he's going to be at, um, at uh, Mooncusser at some point this year. Yeah. Uh, Mooncusser is a shop town in P-Town um, that uh, the owner there, Christian, awesome dude, Christian Bennett, and he, um, he has a lot of artists come through. So it's like a whole like summer camp thing where That's awesome. literally weeks of it. And um and he was down there. I I uh got the pleasure of meeting him and get it getting a tattoo from him, but I, I'm sure he'll be down there and if he's there he'll So you're in his book? I am in the book. I, I actually got a little a little publishing Is the book out yet? <laughs> the book is out, yeah. yeah. I don't do you know have a yet. copy of the book? I do have a copy of the book. Oh. I don't have the book with me or else I'd take a picture. Actually no, I should have a picture of the book. I have a picture of the book. I'm, we're going to put it up on the... Yeah, we can put it up on our Instagram anyway. We can put it up on the Instagram, so... Speaking of which, we need to find a designated person to take care of Not our a, social media. <laughs> I, if you can see me right now, I have my thumb that on. Was, I, think that was a, I think that was more like a call. <laughs> <laughs> Rob's like, fuck you, I do yeah. enough, bitches. <laughs> I think that was like a call to action. Well, uh, you're carrying the burden on that, Dana, so we'll all try to step up a little bit. We'll see if we can all... Do a little bit on that. If everybody does a, a small amount, it's less work for one yeah. person. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I just, if, I just don't know what to post and when to post it. Like, I don't know what's okay with the group because yeah. I'm usually just right. by myself. You know what I mean? I just sent you the book, and I also hiccuped. I don't know if that got picked up. Is <laughs> that what that was? What, I heard it? it. I don't know if the microphone <laughs> heard it, but <laughs> if, if you heard it, the mic heard it. I thought you farted. No. Oh my god, that would have been an awful fart. Got the bubble guts. Okay. Yeah. So. I can't believe I'm looking this shit up. Like, people are going to be like, you don't know everything about the town? Who the fuck are you, dude? You're not from fucking Boston. You know, because, okay, now I'm fucking finally reading the Wikipedia page about it. I want to say it's Charleston. And I keep saying... Charleston. It is Charlestown. Yeah, Charlestown. Yeah. Charlestown. Is it Charlestown, Charlestown or Charleston? Charlestown. 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 Yeah. 
I'm looking at that. So the bank robbery <laughs> capital bank of the world. Bank robbery capital. That's exactly what it Trust says. Trust right. in Massachusetts. Yeah. So anyway, the reason we was talking about that is we, I think that Everett is really close to Chelsea. Yes, yes, it, it would be because it's mm-hmm. next to Malden, Chelsea, Lynn. Mm-hmm. But that is next to my stomping ground. Mm-hmm. Maybe Denham, we should open a brewery in Charlestown and call it what Jesse James. If no, I opened a the kid, brewery in Charlestown, the kid brewery. I'd call it Ben Affleck's The Town <laughs> oh, meets God. Mystic River meets Gone Baby Gone <laughs> meets Wicked Pissa. And then I would just I would just have like Red Sox rally parties. Like the most ridiculous thing, I'm sorry. I, I love I love the, the area of the world that I live in. I absolutely do. Like I I I would desperately love to go to the Pacific. But I love being in New England. It's like the weather and everything is just the best to me. Um, but one thing I, I, I can't understand is how people will show up to watch the Red Sox crew load up the trucks with equipment to see the a bats and baseballs off see, to, to spring training. Really? It's a tradition. It is a thing. People line oh, up shit. early in the morning. They, they take days off. They take their kids in there. Like, we're going to look at the... Inanimate pieces of, of wood that are getting that are getting trucked down to Fort Myers. Hopefully this well, year we'll win it. One point five million people uh, showed up uh, for the, the parade Patriots. on Tuesday to but watch it's the Patriots. Patriots. You know, and 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 and. Oh, can we just give a shout out to the Pats? Yeah. Right. Woo! Yeah, 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 yeah. Unbelievable! Yeah, did Six it, right? Super Bowl. This is crazy. I, uh, I love suck it. at Rams. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations to the Patriots and congratulations to Bill Belichick and Tom Brady because what they have done, we will never see again in our lifetime. Yeah, that is just such an accomplishment. I know I'm always such a negative Nancy. I don't I don't see how that we're going to see anymore. No, <laughs> I disagree. That well's got to drop. I always, I always right get told like as far as sports goes, we are very spoiled up in New England. Oh, absolutely. The Patriots will absolutely. win the Super Bowl in 2020. You know, it was you heard it here first. Growing up, I always said for me that it was about seeing the Bruins win because for me, um, you know, we we lived we lived through all that all that baseball curse stuff, and we knew that it was like it was our parents' burden and our grandparents' burden. Like they never saw the Red Sox win, but we saw like for me myself, like I I saw the Red Sox win. I think I was maybe twenty twenty one, maybe even yeah. maybe even nineteen. Um, but yeah, but but I saw it. At that age, I had seen the Red Sox win, the Patriots win, the Celtics had won back in the eighties with with uh, Larry Bird and all that. So so it wasn't far fetched, and and I saw it with uh, Pierce and, and them. But for me, it was always the Bruins because the the Bruins the last time they won it was was seventy one, seventy two, or uh, seventy seventy one. They they won it then, and I wasn't born yet. So for me, up until two thousand eleven, it was. 30 years of, of, or whatever, you know, however many years, 20-something years, and I've never seen them win it, and it didn't, I always feel hockey's the hardest one to win out of all of them, because it's like a best of seven series, and hockey's just so back and forth. Enough of that, I guess. <laughs> all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome on adding content. You know, I have uh, my list too. So, I mean, do we want to start talking on? Yeah, our, I think our I think we should save points? the. Uh, we got a list of the uh, top fives. Well, again. I got I, I got lists. I got lists. Those are more fun. I wouldn't necessarily. It's a top five. 
Well, I'd like to congratulate you, Dana, because you recently got a sponsorship. That's super awesome. Can you tell us about that a little bit? Yeah, I just got sponsored by Central City Inc. Magazine. They're from Portland, Oregon. That's so awesome, man. I'm so proud of you. That's just absolutely amazing accomplishment. They sent it me is very a machine. Good. They sent me a bunch of goodies to try out and products that they make. And they Sweet. sell on their website. Where is so, Central things? City located? I just said Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon. Oh, I'm sh- So there's a lot of and young artists that are hungry for sponsorships. Sponsorships are the big thing right now. You're hearing about more and more artists doing it. And uh, I'm just wondering if you wanted to maybe kind of lay it out to like a young artist that wanted to get a sponsorship, give them kind of like a uh, how do you do that type of a, a thing. Fun fact for you there, Jeff. Um, Portland, Oregon is uh, number two on most tattooed cities in America. Nice. So you know. is, that, is that what a topic is later? <laughs> it's not. I'm Spoiled just told you. I just told you what it was. It's not. <clears throat> um, I'm not coming into one. it as a... I don't did know. you approach them or did they approach you? I did you? not. They approached me um, shortly after Tommy's last year, mm-hmm. uh, right, right after we left Hartford. Um, they asked me if I had ever been featured in a magazine, asked me if I would want to be. Was was that the convention that you stripped down naked and streaked through the, the convention? Yes. That's why. That's why, that's why you got a sponsorship. They saw what you were packing and they were like, we need that guy on our team right there. No, but seriously. How I did, did, not, how I did, did not stand streak. out? What? If, my, if my grandmother's listening, <laughs> I did not stream. <laughs> now, there was some pretty fucking amazing artists at that convention. I was there, there with was. you. There yeah, were some, some heavy hitters that Kill whole it. weekend. How do you think, and, and not, nothing at you, because I think you're one of the solidest artists that I know. I have uh, no idea. Solidest the word, Rob, or should I say most solid? Solidest. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. All right, well, we're going to go with it. Most, uh, you're definitely most firm? An amazingly talented <laughs> artist, shit. and uh, but I want to know uh, why they chose you out of a sea of amazing artists. What made you stand out, you think, in your opinion? I honestly have no idea. Really? I really don't. I think maybe they just walked by, picked up my business card, and shot me a message two days <laughs> later. Dude, that's right. honestly what I thought. Well, luck of the draw. Yeah. Well, wait a fucking... I don't know. Maybe I was working on something cool. What did I do that weekend? What a Wonder Woman tattoo. Um, um, you got tattooed that weekend. I did. <laughs> I remember that. I did. Yeah, I remember. I'm matching well. tattoos with uh, Rob now. <laughs> Different that <way>. was funny. <laughs> oh yes, yes. I was. I did see that. I did see that happening. Yeah. And that's kind of cool. Like this is a, a West Coast company, <coughs> but yet they're making a presence at some of the East Coast shows. Yeah, so absolutely. Yeah. They um, must be making a big. Push. They're definitely going to be at Tommy's again this year. Uh, mm-hmm. Ryan said that he was going to be there for sure. So I was going to buy him a beer, actually, like meet him in person, yeah, talk to him. So that'd be cool. You know, it's one of those things I always seem to notice, um, and maybe that's why it's on the fucking top cities of uh, tattooed cities in America. But I notice a lot of shops from that Oregon area. Like if they're coming from the upper, if they're coming from the is it Portland north, like a really artsy town? Anyway? It is. It is like, super hipster. Yeah, like, that's absolutely. where artists go to yeah. like die. As as depicted in the show Portlandia, <laughs> yeah. so watch that show. It's hysterical. <laughs> Just put a bird on it, you know. And and I actually know tattoo artists that I think like kind of almost operate that way. It's like this tattoo looks great. You put a little like swallow bird in there somewhere. It's like cooler now, you know. It's like, hey, that's a nice flower. Put a bird on it. Now it's, now it's a bird with a flower, dude. Yeah. No. You know, it's it's funny because since we're on the topic of sponsorships, as you guys know, I don't know if anybody that listens knows this, but I actually own Brass Monkey Fabrications also. And I'm small time. I build, you know, five or ten machines. 
a month out of my garage and I keep it small just because, you know, my primary source of income is tattooing. Right. Building machines has always just been a passion of mine. But Brass Monkey's gaining a little bit of steam and it's funny because I've had no less than five younger artists come up to me and like ask me to sponsor them. And I'm it's almost comical to me because I'm like, you don't really know what you're asking because like I'm not like <laughs> Kingpin, I'm not like, uh, you know, Tatsol. Central City yeah. Inc. Magazine. I'm not like big time. I'm just, you know, just an old school guy wrenching in my garage building like solid coil machines and I've had seriously about four or five guys come up to me and they're like hey how do I get a sponsorship like what can I do to you no know shit. get your name on my banner and I'm like oh yeah uh, that's <laughs> let my, I'm gonna have my lawyers call you, you that's know? awesome yeah. <laughs> um, my lawyers. speaking of sponsors though, are you not sponsored by Axis Rotary no I'm not uh, but I, I am a, 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 three months ago I sat down with Dan Wolf the owner of Rotary and we had a nice conversation, and I'm now uh, a rep for that company. Yeah. So I get his machines wholesale, and then I sell them at the conventions uh, along with some of the brass monkeys that I make. Uh, and we did talk a little bit about a sponsorship, but it didn't get very far. Um, I think that uh, uh, maybe someday uh, I'll, yeah. I'll revisit that, and I'll talk to him a little bit more about that. But as of right now, no, I'm just a rep, and, and uh, awesome. I'll put his, his logo on some of my banners and you know, uh, sell his merchandise because I love his machines, man. Like, yeah. So since you're, you build coil machines Yeah. and you're repping for a rotary company. Correct. So let's talk about coils versus rotaries. I'd love to. I'd love to. This is All like right. a sore spot for a lot of old guys. So. <clears throat> I personally, I started out with coils. I, did I was loyal to the coil and I fucking swore by it. I even had a t-shirt that said it and I was sad the day that I actually got a I rotary that I enjoyed and I was like, fuck, now I gotta burn this shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I had one too. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think it's uh, the tools that you have in your tool, toolbox. I mean, if you are a master craftsman and if you're a professional tattoo artist working out of a professional shop and you're putting out good solid work, uh, you owe it to your clients and you owe it to yourself to have the best tools you could possibly have. Right. And is that always a coil machine? I, I just don't think it is nowadays. Uh, Ten years ago, co uh, rotary machines, they weren't what they are now. Right. Now the technology's there and, and the rotaries are just kick-ass. Uh, I recently, uh, I think I, I bought my fifth uh, rotary machine in the past three or four years and I'm now uh, using the Axis and they're just amazing machines man like they're yeah. just they're, they're game changers versatile. Uh, yeah. they cut down the time of your tattoo they cut down the uh, uh, irritation so of the skin the, they're just the best way that I can describe this to someone that doesn't tattoo mm -hmm. and hopefully you're also into motorcycles a little bit so a coil would be like Harley okay Rotaries oh, yeah. are more like crotch rockets. Correct. The crotch rockets, they're <laughs> I fucking, like that analogy. they look good, they're fast, they get the job done, and they get it done quick. But if you want to take, take a nice scenic route, you want to be comfortable, and you want to just really turn heads with the noise, yeah. get a coil. Yeah. Like, it's the same yeah. thing as running a Harley, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of guys um, have an issue with the weight. You know, once you've been tattooing for 15 uh, to 20 years... You know, pulling a heavy coil machine. I think that was uh, the hardest hard. transition for me, was not having... The difference of weight, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. so yeah. weird not tattooing with, with a heavy... You know, you get the stainless steel tube, you mm -hmm. get the heavy coil machine, and it's, it's vibrating, like... Shading. You can actually feel it, you know? Like, it's, yeah. It was the big... I think the first one to really, like, you really notice it in, with is when you're... Yeah. 
So what I notice is like when I'm, when I'm using coil machines, I can feel it in my right hand, yep. like the depth. I know how deep I'm going by the vibration of the machine in my right hand. When I'm using rotaries, I have to, when I stretch the skin, I can feel it in the left hand, and yeah, that's how I absolutely. know how deep I'm going. So it's that was another thing that took a little bit of getting used to for yep. me anyway. Sure, sure. For me, like for me, it's it's that drop of ink. When you're running a line, yep. you know, that not until the that ink drops on the skin, <coughs> you know, you're really plugging it in there. Yep. So it's, it's, for me, it was it was a matter of, like, do I want to ride the tube more? Because, like, there's no sound, and it's just, it throws you off, all that yep. stuff. So you, like, you, know, you almost want to scale back because you don't want to fillet a person. Right. <laughs> I remember a conversation I had at, I think, the Niagara Tattoo Expo two or three years ago. I was talking with um, uh, Six, and he was telling me that uh, he loved my brass monkeys. He was always about them. He said they're like some of the prettiest machines that he's ever seen, and he hears nothing about good things. And I'm like, well, I'll hook you up, brother. I'll, I'll sell you one cheap. I'll give you for wholesale some. And he goes, I just won't use it. He's like, as much as I love coil machines, uh, my hand just won't let me use them anymore. Uh, he, I think he suffered from carpal tunnel, oh, and yeah. he had some issues with that. So he had to switch over. Not necessarily because he wanted to, but because right. he had to. If he wanted to continue tattooing, that's a bummer. He needed the uh, the the less weight. Now, comparing weight uh, between uh, a rotary machine and a coil machine, a, 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 an average rotary machine is probably a third of the weight of a coil oh machine. Right. But it's not only the weight; it's the vibration. Like these things don't even fucking yeah. vibrate. They don't yeah. vibrate. They don't make noise. They yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Noise. Like I've been using rotaries now for about four years. Yeah. I still almost every day. One of my customers is like, oh my god, this is so quiet. Yeah. I'm like, well, when's, when's the last time you got tattooed? You fucking tattooed. Like, dinosaur? Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, what was the first rotary you bought, Dana? Um, Neotat, I okay. think is the name yeah. of the brand. Yeah. I fucking hated it. I sold it. What about you, Rob? What was the first rotary you bought? <laughs> the pen? <laughs> I won my first. That's right, I remember. <laughs> and it was because of me, you fuck. Yeah, like, right. I was like, we were at a show, and I'm like, hey, they're giving, you know, raffle tickets for like three for five for this pen. And Rob's like, I don't even know why I would enter that. I never win. I'm not going to win, Joe. And I'm like, dude, just enter five bucks, who cares? And you won, you fuck. Yeah. You weren't even there. I had to call you yeah. at your house, and I had to get the pen for you. I thought, That's honestly, funny. you guys were bullshitting me. I was like, you know, they're probably just fucking with me. So yeah. now you can't say that you never win, because you won. I still say I never won, because it's like a reverse psychology thing for me. So like, I, I had tried a couple different rotaries, and I didn't really care for them. I, I didn't like the way they worked. But I think... They started to get better as the years went on. Yeah, absolutely. And then yeah. when I when I got my sure, first Cheyenne, sure. oh my god. Yeah, game changer. Life changer. Yeah. yeah, I sold all my coils. I was done. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't sell your brass monkeys yet. I'm okay? keeping that. No, right, I'm keeping good. that. By the way, the uh, the first rotary that I won was a Cheyenne Hawk pen. Really? So it was like a six hundred dollar. I never used the pen. I I used it. It was. I had it was the awesome. spirit and I had the thunder. But see now, one of the things that I didn't know. Um, was I was I was new to the whole thing. You gotta really make sure you're not holding your hand backwards if you're worried about backflow issues because that's how stuff gets up into the the engine or whatever the, yeah, the rotary motor motor. Yeah. I was gonna call it an engine. Vroom! <laughs> yeah. Because um, we're talking about bikes. Yeah, because I'm such a car guy, you know. <laughs> yeah, but um, but it'll get up in there and and literally like getting to um something that kind of 
blurs the line between coil and rotary. Um, what happened was, once again, uh, Moon Cusser, I was out there doing a guest spot, and my Cheyenne Hawk shit the bed halfway through a tattoo. I'm shitting bricks. I'm like, oh, you're going to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> so I had to swap the machine. Luckily, everything worked out. I went back to, you know, coil machine. Old tried and true, you know? There you go. Um, but it was one of those things that was now I've, I've just gotten so used to it. I invested money in, in, in cartridges and stuff like that. And the one thing I don't really like is the conversion. I don't like it when... when or at least the cartridge conversion on a coil machine. Well, it, and I'll I'll touch upon that in a minute. Yeah. That's that's me personally. I just feel like it's it's like you're adding extra steps. Like just just use one or the other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it just it seems like I it's mean, it's I don't a know. I've, I've tried using a coil with and then you get the, the special grip with the plunger and you can put cartridges yeah. in there. It's not the same. No, no, and, and I mean totally I like I said like on a coil machine is different. Than on a, on a rotary, right. um, so I I immediately bought an Axis Zion and I've been that's my daily driver. I I've been using that thing since, that's and right. such a great machine. Um, I also now have the few few is that is that what you call the Feu the Feu that thing's awesome. That that's thing's a, a good real machine. good machine. Absolutely, it and looks like it's like like not gonna like when you first look at it, you're like this little hunk of shit's not gonna do anything because it's so small and compact. But that thing is such a powerful yeah, machine. Yeah. Like, I'm so impressed with the uh, engineering on that and how they built that, because that is a good machine. So, <coughs> sort of getting at, um, I bought, I bought the That's Axis. That's an Axis rotary. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, another Axis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I got another one, and, uh, and I bought the machine, and on the ride home, because uh, it was over the weekend, uh, it was Sunday, and I got a, got a text message from my wife. I had started to hammer the name Dan Kubin into her, to her head, like, hey, you know, you ever see these machines? These things are pretty crazy. Everybody really likes them. <laughs> Was this about a month Dan before Kubin. a holiday? Christmas or your birthday? No, or no, 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 no. Uh, April. It was April. So, okay. so it was, I, was I didn't know if you were, like, dropping the, the name drop so she buy it for you. Oh, no, no. <laughs> like, you know, birthdays, though, they, those are days that are blurry to me now. If I need something, I just buy it, you know? I kind of become a, a bad person to buy gifts for because it's, you know, like, why, why, why wait? Why wait now? That's, yeah. Um, so yeah, so I had bought the Axis machine, and uh, on on the ride home, um, I was always told these um, these machines are are really hard to get a hold of. You have to be ready to jump at it at 10 a.m. Eastern time, Sunday mornings. They're gone in in an hour, like less than that or whatever. So I get a text message from my wife. She's like, "Hey, uh, I saw a Dan Coop machine was up online." I was like. I just spent some a good chunk of change buying the new Axis machine. Fuck, let's do it. So I uh, pulled the trigger and I bought a Dan Kubin. And this thing is... <laughs> this thing is, is literally for... my The way that I describe it is it's like going from any other tattoo machine. It's like riding a moped to a Harley. Oh. The thing is just a monster. It's it's hard to it, it it's it's really like a wild machine that you have to kind of really treat with a lot of respect because you barely even touch the skin with like an eleven round and and you're blasting in lines. It's, Can it's I tattoo awesome. your collarbone with it? 
No. <laughs> you could, I don't even know if I'd want you to tattoo my ass because that would hurt so bad. But it's so, like you want that on a meaty area to see just how how feather easy the lines go in. It's really really crazy. Hey, before I forget, because uh, we just talked about something two minutes ago about uh, using cartridges with coil machines, right? Yes. And uh, uh, there is a trick to it. You know, I don't know if you guys knew this. But uh, you can definitely do it, but you got to take the bend out of the rear spring. You basically have to have your machine um, just barely touching the contact screw and take just about all the bend out of the rear spring because the spring inside of the cartridge is what pushes the uh, A-bar up yeah. to, huh. to the contact. But and, now uh, that was to- a buddy of mine, uh, uh, Matt, uh, I can't remember his last name, but we were talking at oh, the convention about friend. this. I know. You <laughs> and I are really tight. Fuck you. You don't get a shout out. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find him on Instagram now. And I'll, I'll, I'll remember his last name. Okay. But he told me about it. So I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to try that. And I did. And it, it worked like a charm. Uh, you got to do a little, you know, fucking with your, your coil machine. See, now there, there again is, is in lies the, the issue, though, is you're going to have to take your machine that you probably had it set a certain way. And you have to fuck with it to accommodate it to that. So at that point, you might as well just always use it for for cartridges. You know what I mean? The point right. I'm getting at is yeah. why why put the extra steps in there? You know. But that's me. <laughs> I mean, I, I I've been noticing too is it's kind of like the way that it's going because of the disposability of it. It is. You know, it's convenient. It is. It really convenient. is. Cartridges are so much more convenient. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Like I love using the yeah. cartridges, but I. You know, the, the Especially when you're traveling system. to conventions, you don't have to bring your tubes and your needles. You oh just my bring god! A box yeah, of yeah. cartridges. I, like, conventions used to scare the shit out of me because I was always used to using metal grips. <laughs> so going to a convention meant oh, you have man. to go to plastic grips. Yeah, yeah you get disposables now. Baby. And it's like, like it, you know, the first few times I, I bought like, like half inch grips. The little of this. Flat, like, <laughs> white like plastic pencils. shitty ones. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And you squeeze too hard and it actually slows your yeah, machine no, right. down. <laughs> <laughs> Half the time, the vice would collapse the fucking plastic yes. tube. And not all cartridges are created equal. No, absolutely. <laughs> so. Anybody yeah. that has gotten into the cartridge world, uh, if you're anything like me, you try different companies. and I'm always trying to do uh, Boy, yeah. there's some that some of my buddies would highly recommend that. Like Helios. Helios was like, oh, like three different artists told me about Helios. Right. So they were at a convention that I was at, so I was like, oh, I'll just buy uh, eight or ten boxes from them. You know, I'm sure they're a good quality needle because all my boys are talking about them. Yeah. I didn't like them. I found that I, maybe I caught a bad batch caught or bad, something yeah. like that, yeah. but uh, dude, every fourth or fifth needle was like the, the, the elastic inside of it was breaking on me, so huh. I didn't have a good... Um, a good a good thing with them, but uh, I'm lo- I'm loving the um, uh, the ones from Needle Jig. Yeah, there, the, the legacy cartridges. Oh, those are great. I I've never had one uh, break on me yet. I've been using them too. Now, see, now this is another one of those things that I also learned from um, from when I acquired this Dan Cuban machine was uh, certain tubes. Uh, you know, I mean, certain cartridges use a membrane system, mm-hmm. and because they have that membrane system, they don't have that elastic system. Yeah. Now that elastic makes for a punchier line. Mm-hmm. So, usually, if you're going to use a machine to do a cartridge to do line work, you want the ones with the elastic bands in them because they're going to give you more snapback, yeah. which is what you want. Um, and the Dan Kube machine, that's how they said it, they work better with those type of cartridges. You can use the membranes, 
but you're just going to get softer hits. You might not, you know how, like, you, you always feel that, like, rotaries have that softer line work kind of output. Right. No matter what you're doing, they, they just feel like it's like a softer line. I, I think that Dan, Dan Kuhlman is to the rotary world what Larry Ross is to the coil world. Anybody here familiar with Larry Ross's machines? I am aware. Some of the most innovative uh, coil machines I've ever seen in my life. I saw one where he engineered it so the fucking needle bar went through the center of the front coil. The oh, coil was weird. hollow. Holy shit. And it went through. And I was like, fuck? oh, dude, it was awesome. It was so badass. So he had to wrap some kind of tube. So how was he not with, electrocuting with, whoever he was tattooing? Uh, that's what I mean. Like, oh, there's going to be <laughs> such an innovator. There's going to be like some kind that's of crazy. tubing yeah. in the middle. Yeah. I want to see And then he wraps. Oh, yeah. It was he, amazing. I wonder you have if pictures he of this? Uh, I don't know if I have a picture of that machine, but I do have one of his machines. So I does it go through the coil? One of the Larry Rosses that I have is like a 14 wrapped uh, coil on a 45 degree angle. Yeah. And it's just such a pretty machine. It's just so kind of out there. Now, does the needle go through the core of the the, core? It goes through the coil core. So the coil core has a hole in it. How the hell does he have the arm? There's got to be like plastic in there too. No, but that's even still, still metal. Metal. No, but absolutely, there's going to be like some kind of thing. But then you're electrocuting still, like, them. You're basically tattoo removal. How is your <laughs> How is your armature bar hitting? You know, this was not like a machine that he made. Many of them. So it's like maybe like a one. This was like a one off. Yeah, every yeah. machine builder has their one off. So I got one that uh, is pretty rad. It's made out of a, an old pair of pliers and the. <sighs> Uh, what, what were those called? The like they were like there's like a, a Chinese guy's name. Uh, Wasn't that the the tube machines that you bought that were like made out of funky shit? No, no, no. This is one that I built. Oh, okay, no, never mind. This is one that I built. It's made out of an old pair of pliers, and I got the coil on its side, and I reversed the uh, the direction of the coil so that like it 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 hits on the downstroke. So it it's basically just a paperweight. It runs. And uh, but it's really soft. I don't think you could even gray shape it. Now it's just a one-off cool machine, and I bring it to every show, and I, I put it out there, and I can always tell, like the machine builder, the someone that tinkers, because they'll walk over and they'll look at all my machine, and they're like, they're like nodding their head and they're checking it out, and then they see that one, and like their jaw drops. They're like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and they'll pick it up, and I'm like, yeah, go ahead, try to figure it out, motherfucker. And it's, just, it's such a weird machine. So it's awesome. Would you say it was a tickler? The tickler is the single coil, right? Don't they call that the tickler? <laughs> that? You, ever heard that? you ever heard of that? Or is that three coils? I never heard of the tickler, bro. But they call it the tickler. <laughs> or or I've seen something like that. No, I but, um, actually, I have a single coil machine. It's yeah, not from yeah. any specific company. Yeah, that's what it's I mean. from some guy that built it. It's usually garage. like a big fucking yeah. fat 12 wrap kind of. No, you it's, know? it's not even a big coil. Really? The ones I've as seen. As soon as I got it in the mail, I was, I was like so excited to try it out. Plug it in, it burnt the shit out of my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this just motherfucker got so just got a hundred oh bucks out of me for nothing. <laughs> so well, I'm in the process of uh, of building a single coil. I actually have the first coil wrapped, ready to go. I even got the resin on the outside of it. It's got a nice traditional eagle on the artwork. It's a super pretty coil. I can't wait to put it into a machine. Uh, I've been working with my machinist, uh, Chris McHugh, and uh, we, you know, I drew up a whole schematic for him on, on how I wanted the frame to lay out yeah. and uh, he's just jammed up so he, every time I talk to him he's like any day now I have it for me but pretty soon Brass Monkey's going to be putting out a single coil machine that's on its side 
Really, really, really awesome looking. Sweet. We can't wait to stop filming them. Um, I, I know I, I can never remember the guy's name, but I know I've showed both of you that guy. I, I believe he's out in Texas. Um, Special Technique is his name on Instagram, and he does those machines where they're like rear, like like the coil machines or rotary coil machines. Yeah. And, and they run like like they're, they're like um, back post. I can't remember the hashtag. How about those uses. machines that are rotary machines, but they have an A bar, and they have a little cam system I think on that's, them. I think that's those are pretty cool. That that like, it, you know, about a, about a year ago, I started really thinking about you know, doing some <coughs> rotary machines for Brass Monkey. And I remember talking to the guy that owns um, Borg, Borg machines. Uh, he builds an awesome coil machine. And I ran into him at a show, and we were talking about it. And he already took the leap, and he started innovating some rotary machines. And I said to him, I was like, uh, how's it going with the, with the rotaries? You know, are they going good? And he said, Jeff, honestly, I wish I never did it. Like, I wish I just, I wish I just stayed with the coil machines, that's because true. that's what I was good at. Um, that's where I want to be, and that's where I want to get better, is at the yeah. coils. Uh, the rotaries that, that I'm building, I got, they're just not as popular as the Cheyennes or the Axis rotaries or the Neotats or, or um, FK Irons. They got some awesome ones. So after the conversation I had with him, um, I decided to uh, go a different avenue, and that was become a rep for Axis rotaries. Uh, in my opinion, they're probably one of the best rotary machines out there, so that's why I wanted to connect my name with theirs. Oh, mm-hmm. well, now that now we know why. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Larry Ross. Um, the reason why I I know him, I run into him all the time. In fact, I run into him at the Massachusetts Tattoo and Art Festival usually, which is held in Sturbridge. Yep. At the Sturbridge Host Hotel. Yep. Uh, this year it's actually March twenty second through the twenty fourth. Uh, tickets are twenty dollars a day or fifty dollars for the whole weekend. Uh, so if you guys are in the area on uh, March 22nd through the 24th, come on out. Check it out. Yeah. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting them in there, people, because the convention season is starting up. It's, it it's here, man. It's next like, month, man. It's, it's in the month, air. Like, yeah. You look at all the you posts from the other it. artists, and they're, oh, they're talking it. about the I upcoming actually, shows. Started, it, it started this weekend in Cleveland. Uh, I know uh, our buddy Gio... Uh, Geo, he, uh, Geo, cool. I can never. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his last name right. So give it a try. If he's listening, <laughs> uh, I, I hope I'm saying it right. Cooler. Um, it's C U E L L A R. I believe that's the right pronunciation. I'm spelling. We'll go it. with that. Yes. Uh, he's he's a buddy of mine. He does really awesome take on watercolor tattoos, but he also does like really awesome black and gray stuff. Uh, so he that's uh, Bell and Art Show, which um. Um, Troy, Troy Temple, Temple puts on some of the best conventions yeah, Troy in the Temple country. Runs those and those uh, are... If you're going to go to a Troy Temple show, <coughs> any one of the villain art shows, yeah. you're going to make money. As an artist, you're going to kill it. Uh, as uh, an attender, as someone that's going to get tattooed, you're going to you're going to have fun. Yeah. Uh, they just they have it down to a science. Those guys. I mean, I think that he owns the company that goes in and puts up the piping. Oh, oh, the staging. Yeah. So he's already got he owns all that. All. Oh, he, oh, and he <laughs> owns like a, a, a screen printing shop. So like, yeah, yeah. They make their own shirts. All the advertising. All yeah. The yeah. Oh no, I my think God. He, they got the shirts on lock. I think yeah. that they, he owns like a security company. So like whenever he does oh, a show, no what? he brings in his own... Man, like, you know, maybe I can right. get my fucking Ray-Bans back from Wildwood because... Yes, buddy. I know, right? He's not outsourcing <laughs> for a goddamn thing. No, no. That's no, awesome. No. 
Yeah, no, right? Hey, that's good. Keep it, keep it in house, you know. So, what's next weekend? Is that Philly? Well, um, you got Cleveland this weekend. That's the fourth annual. It's a villain art show, and then um, next weekend, I guess that would be next weekend is Philly. Philly, it's the twenty first. Crazy Philadelphia Eddie. May Second he year rest in a row. In peace. Second year in a row that I'm missing the Philly convention. I'm yeah, hey, this I've I've never I been. Have, I have yet to go. I got an uh, invite this year. Hey, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm putting. I'm putting it. I'm putting it down next year. I gotta do it. Hundred percent. I'm with you. Gotta do it. I'm with you. Right. Yeah. Get it. And then um the week uh no no um a couple weeks after that you have uh the villain art show in Atlanta that's on March eighth through the tenth. Uh, I don't quite know where I will not be attending, unfortunately. But uh, give him a little shout out there. And then uh, our first big, big daddy would be the uh, for me the Massachusetts Tattoo Art Arts Festival. I already went over that one, but the uh, the Boston Tattoo Convention. That's where we will all be. We will all be there. Yeah, I think that's my first one this year, actually. Well, we're excited about that one because yeah. that's this is going to be our first podcast from at a convention. Yes, we awesome. are going to podcast at the convention. I, I and. We're going to interview Nathan, Nathan, who is the promoter of the show. Yes, the organizer, so promoter, the man, the man in charge, the man, the myth, the legend. Yes, he now, just got back from some crazy trip to Asia. Oh, for real? What? Yeah, he was gone for That's like, like a do. month, yeah. or like six weeks or something. Okay. Sign me up. Why don't right. we take the Northeast Tattoo Brew on like on holiday <laughs> in Asia? And we'll hit all the major spots. I, I always want to go to Europe. We're going to end up in Asia in like a shitty spot, and then they're going to be like, "Oh, you're from northeast part of Asia," and then they're going to fucking kill us. I will tell you That's this: it. no, Dead. we we if if we were to ever go over in the Southeast Asian area, we would go to Thailand for uh, Sakyan. Sakyan is uh, the one where the Buddhist temple monks come down and they tattoo the prayers into people, and huh. and the people evoke the spirits. Look, look, I love about that, but young. you can sign me up for a bukkake. <laughs> yeah, you lost me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look up Saka. And I would take, S-A-K- I would take a trip to Europe over that. I think. Yant. Yeah, I would take a trip over. I want to go to Ireland. Yeah, I would absolutely. Ireland, England, you know, Germany, France. I'd like to do a tour of of Europe. Here's the craziest thing. Now, now, Jeff, you remember this? One time, I would look at Google Maps just randomly find a nice random place that, that might have people and be like, hey, you know, I wonder how much it would be to like go on vacation there because I'm a dreamer. <laughs> you know, one of these days I'm going to take one. Yeah. But uh, I found these islands off of the coast of Scotland, which are owned by uh, Iceland. They're called the, um, the Faroe Islands. That's with a Faroe with an F. So I find this, this little small island, like hamlet, that has... Civilization, which is crazy enough. Oh come on! Don't even <laughs> tell me that. You. No, so I find you go this... on these rants right, and right. everybody's like just looking at you. Like, really? What? Well, this is an interesting story for the listener. You're, you're, they're not looking at me. No, but I found this this place that I never even thought existed. Not only does it exist, but a fucking tattoo convention is held there. Nah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Faroe now I beat your ears. The Faroe Islands tattoo convention, which I'm not plugging right now, but I'm How just saying. sign up, dude? I'm <laughs> telling you, like, like I had a I had a pipe dream. I said to Jeff, I said, let's let's walk in there and just fucking be like bourgeois Americans, like, <laughs> give me the trophy, motherfucker, like slap down the money, be like, just give me the trophy, bitches. <laughs> Oh, that would have been hysterical. That's how I felt when I did uh, a convention down in West Virginia. I think we talked about this a, a couple of shows ago. 
But I, I remember thinking, oh, man, this is like a backwoods, small little hick town in West Virginia. I'm going to go in there and fucking run it. And I got schooled <laughs> so bad by these, uh, these uh, you know, southern boys. They kicked my ass. Like, I, oh, boy, I'll tell you. They, they, they can Woo! tattoo. They know how to tattoo down there, bro. Yeah. That's all you gotta hear. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, better, next, better luck next time, Yankee. Did, did you hear? Because I walked out with my tail between my legs. <laughs> did anybody go? Well, bless your heart. <laughs> no, bless your heart. That's an insult. That's the seven bells. That's an insult. So, how do you feel about the upcoming convention season, Dana? I mean, you got. I'm excited. I, I know that you told me that you season. have, I think, five or I six. Yeah. All right, so five, five definite. That yeah. means seven, probably. Probably. So <laughs> you've got five reason. definite conventions coming up. I do. Tell us your lineup. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Boston. Yeah. You yeah. put them on the spot. Well, the first hey. one's Boston. I know Which, that. And um, then... Are you doing uh, the Massachusetts show with Rob? I am not. No. I'm not doing Star Wars. Nope. So, all right, you've got Boston. Uh, you got Bangor, Maine, the yeah. Devil's Half. Yeah, the Devil's yeah. Half Acre, uh, which is... Tommy's Tattoo um, Convention, Ma- uh, Manchester, which is so probably one of my favorite shows. Here's the lineups. All right, I got Boston. I got Devil's Half Acre, which is in Bangor. Bangor, yep. Maine. Where is it in Bangor, Maine? The Cross At the insurance. Hollywood Slots Casino. No, they moved the venue. It's at Shut the, the fuck up. It's, it's right across the street at the Cross uh, Insurance Center. No, it's awesome. It's actually even better. So we're still walking distance at the casino. Right across the street. Okay. And it's actually better because it's a large, like, um, uh, I know that they house uh, basketball games and concerts and stuff like that. So a lot, a lot of space. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. All right. And then I got Live for Your Die, which I think we're all going to. Yeah, yeah, so we're, we're going to close Manchester at the Marriott. That's the one show. Everybody from the, yeah, everybody from the shop goes to that one. That's the one shop. That's a big uh, that's one. That's the one show every year that I wanted to shut the shop down and just have like a nice, fun little work. Page and that is at the Marriott Hotel, uh, right there in the heart of the Queen City. I don't think it's a Marriott. Manchester? Is it a Radisson? Double Tree? Yeah, it's a Radisson. It was oh, the Radisson. Radisson. That's, I'm sorry. This is going to be at Double Tree, isn't it? What? Wow. Unless they changed, uh, no, 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 no. I think no, because remember they're doing all that renovation stuff. Yeah. Yep. I think now it's a double tree. I think actually now it's a double tree. And then I got uh, Massachusetts Tattoo Convention, which is at DCU Center, Uh, Worcester, Worcester. Dates are still to be announced. Okay. I'm still waiting. Well, I'll be doing my machine building seminar at that one, as well as I'll be building the trophies for Best of Day times three. Fucking, you're just gonna mail them right to Evan now? Or no, are you gonna no. As a matter of fact, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm counting on you to take one of them. I'm gonna try. You Those gotta set up something fucking brilliant, man. Like, like just uh, bring it to that show. Brilliant. I would love to, man. I, I really want someone to just be like, here's an open canvas. I have a nice like, eight by eleven section for you. Yeah. Go to town. You got all day. Do whatever you fucking want. And money's want. no object. And money's... Just take, just take my leg. What? Have you I have a plan. Too, huh? I have a plan. This is what we're going to do this year at the Massachusetts <clears throat> Tattoo Convention, right? We're going to take Evan Owen out Thursday night. Get, <laughs> Get him so drunk. Yeah, oh keep beating shots. Just like... Keep banging shots. <laughs> and like... and like, Be like, here, smoke some meth. <laughs> <laughs> here, smoke I got some... It's okay. <laughs> we'll get him hey, hammered and some all roof and up. all or something like that yeah. and then right when he's about to pass out be like dude we're about to light this joint Let's yeah. you. might as well fuck it we're about to like eat some shrooms set him, set him right off 
No, we put shrooms in his coffee the next morning. Okay, go over the deep. Yeah, we gotta we gotta really just sabotage it because yeah. <laughs> I hope he's he, not listening to this. He killed it. It's like I've never in my life seen anybody win. Nailed it. Tattoo of the day, Friday, Saturday, Saturday Sunday. Sunday. Wow. And then win best, best of show. show. With those three fucking tattoos, because oh he made God. those, all three tattoos, he made them one piece on the final day. Yeah. Oh, and no shit, fucking, huh? Yeah. It was absolutely And it was amazing. a great piece, dude. It was oh, like, yeah. Nosferatu with his hand out, and he's like grabbing his woman's head, and he's got blood Was it all like face. old um, oh, cinema, like cinema monsters? Kind of thing? No, no. I, really. I wasn't there. No, so it was so okay, so Nosferatu, what were the other two? Like, it what, might what not have even been Nosferatu. It just oh, looked like it. Oh, this is something creepy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. So, Evan, if you're listening, awesome. Yeah, yeah that congratulations, was like, man. I've never seen anybody do something like that. And I've done a lot. I've done a lot of things yeah, actually, I, I, and I've never seen that. Right, so, he just fucking, he totally deserved that. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. We'll get him fucked up. We'll get him fucked up Thursday night. <laughs> and you got this, Dana. You got this. I really, dude, I can fucking nail color realism. Yeah. I, I know I can. Yeah. I can just fucking do it. I can paint that shit. I can, I can do it. But getting somebody to just fucking get it from me is the issue. Yeah. That's always been the issue. Right? Getting someone to just sit there and be like, yes. I wish I could tattoo American traditional all day, every day. You know that but that would be preferred for me. It never happens. Uh, it never happens. Like I makes, always say, American traditional, but I always lean more towards neo. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, Love it's my just uh, I don't know. Some of these really, you know, super talented artists and these guys that have twenty, thirty, fifty thousand followers on Instagram. Yeah. I guess they can cherry pick their clients and they can they just really, be like, yeah. well, they you know, can. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Okay, I don't so want to do that. Okay, you, you got. 3, I tried to book an appointment with Evan Olin. Yeah. All right. How'd that he was go? super into doing my tattoo, and I really wanted him to do it. I'm not gonna do it until after I move. As you know, I'm trying to get away from where I'm living now and get a little bit closer to work here. So yeah. it's kind of being put on the back burner. But the process to like get a tattoo by him is insane. Is like, I actually had to like get take my pants off and stand in the mirror and take a picture of my leg, like where he was gonna tattoo, and send it to him, and he was. And then he wanted a deposit, and then he, you know, I mean, which everybody does. Like that's not a big. Did deal. you communicate with him or like a like? His no, assistant? and it wasn't. It wasn't even him emailing me. Yeah. And it, it would take like two to three weeks in between emails for him them to answer me. And, and it I wasn't was him. Like, it wasn't even him answering. It wasn't even him doing. So it. not only is he backed up, yeah. his personal assistant it's, is backed exactly. up. Exactly. It's crazy. And I really still, I really still want him to do this piece for me because he's fucking awesome. Yeah, and I know he would execute exactly what I want. You mm-hmm. know, and, um, I had a similar kind of situation happen with another artist um, that that I was really into getting tattooed by, and what I did was I didn't want to go down that uh, name dropping route. I, I decided to go through the proper mediums to channel the proper channels to contact them, right. and it was just like it was like, oh well, can you do this, this, and this? And it was like, whoa, I. Uh, I'm an artist too, so I'm booked up a little bit. Like I can't just come in like this week or whatever. Right. And then um, it just kind of fell to the wayside. So I'm who was that? that up. Oh, is that you say it? Yeah, I'm not. Now you say it. Just, just because I don't want to sound like I'm like you know. Is mad this the same one that wanted to like four times like charge you as much as they should have? Yes. Palm sized tattoo. Yes. Yeah, yes. The the tattoo right. was I know what you're was, talking about. was a very expen. It would have been a very expensive tattoo. And I was kind of shocked at, at how expensive. Um, but uh, but yeah, so 
So we started talking about convention season, and as usual, we get sidetracked and we start talking oh, about everything else. But <laughs> anything else. Here's my take on convention season. Uh, the last convention I do of every year is always Tommy's, and that's in October. Hartford at the Hartford Convention yeah, Center. Yeah, it's an awesome convention. And, and by the time I'm done with that convention, I'm so like, I have a sense of relief. I'm like, ah, oh, thank God. I can almost like hibernate. Yeah. And then come like in the middle of November, I'm already, I'm already itching for it. I'm already ready to get back out on the road and continue this gypsy lifestyle that we have. Yeah. And just go and do another convention. Living hotel to hotel. Living hotel, yeah. eat dog shit food, rip lots of butts, get drunk until <laughs> Last year, you know, one or two like in the morning. a month of conventions, like literally, like yeah. there's like one week in between. Yeah. The lifestyle that we live, guys, is very weird. Like, to, like it's almost, we're <laughs> so used to it that it's, it's, it's normal crazy. for us. When I tell my mom, like, what kind of schedule I got going on, she's yeah. like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, what are you, what are you doing? You're a rock star? You're fucking, you're it's, painting on people for a living. You're doing, you're coloring inside the lines. Like, chill. Right. <laughs> and then, like, Sometimes. like, when, when I'm at, when I'm at this point right now, like, like, going mm. into it, like, we're just about to get into convention season. Like, I get this, like, this tickle in my stomach. I'm, like, kind of like butterflies. Like, I'm like, holy <laughs> fuck, here we go. Yeah. What am I going to line up? I got to line up this. Yep. I got to line up that. I got to get this hey, ready. Tight, man. I, gotta... I got some really cool shit going for Boston this year. I hope so. I, I was going to say. Really solid tattoos. Awesome. I'm so ready to Tell us about them. Uh, one's a bat. <laughs> no, I mean, it's cool. Cause oh, did you get someone to jump on it? The, well, I mean, I designed it for her. She's another artist okay. out of Vermont, which I've, n- I've never met her. Yeah, but she found me and yeah. was like, "Hey, I saw you're gonna be in Boston. Like, awesome. Let me, let me let me get in on that." Oh so my god, that's awesome! Already, I thought you posted it as like, "Hey, does anybody no, no, want no. this?" No, I I designed it for her specifically. Okay. Yeah, that so, little fucker uh, was rad. Like his little yeah. head was upside down. I'm excited, yeah, man. I'm cool. I'm pretty stoked to do that one. Uh, but like, as as it approaches this whole season, like not yeah. just one convention, but all of them. It's like, I get excited. I'm like fucking jazzed up yep. with this shit. Like, I love it. Like, any chance I have, I'm like, uh, redesigning a banner, or I'm building machines, or, yeah. I'm, or I'm working on Flash. I'm just getting dance. my whole, uh, like, you have, when you go in there, you gotta like, you gotta fluff up your feathers a little bit. You gotta peacock a little yeah. bit. You gotta look good. My chest I mean, pokes out. Yeah, you gotta, bit. I mean, you gotta get some new sneakers on. You gotta like, you gotta, you gotta make sure you look good. I always have new sneakers. I know you do. I know. You got more, today. you got more shoes than my wife, bro. I got more shoes than my wife. But your flash has gotta be dope. Your presentation's gotta be dope. Uh, the pieces that you're working on, they gotta be right. They gotta be perfect. You know, you, you everything about convention season is just awesome. And then like, the talent that you're around, like the quality of yeah. artists that are there, it's just, it's unbelievable to it's me. It's inspiring, like. man. I get so inspired. And honestly, I feel like every time convention season ends, I'm so inspired that I take the dead season and I'll just, I'll do a really nice, I'll do a bunch of nice tattoos for a little cheaper than what I usually would. People are running out of money. Sure. I'm fucking bored. Yep. So, and I, and I'm practicing on them. That's what I'm doing. Yep. And I, I just take that chance. Honing just, your crap, bro. Yeah, I just I take that chance to just kind of build myself up, and I feel like. Remember when you play Mario when you're a kid and you just you level up and you see him level up. That's how I feel. But I'm like, that's where I'm at. <laughs> you just went. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about the oncoming convention season, Rob? I, where I, are you at with it all? I love the oncoming convention season. And why? I, um, <laughs> 
Because I like to travel and I like to network. Those are those are the two big reasons why I love conventions so much. I like I like I like going. I just like meeting other people, and and I, I remember a long time ago when we started out. Uh, I well when we started out, when you took when you started. Oh my God, when you took me on and and I just started out, and um. You crying, bro? No, no. <laughs> no. But I was really amped up. I was really amped up about this. I about the notion about not like like we have our competitor shops in our area where they are our closest competitors. Yeah. So they yeah. are competition. Sure. But but when we're in conventions, we are closer to people that are just as good, if not better, sometimes. Yeah. And we don't consider them competition. We consider them con- like a, I don't think I've ever felt the competition yeah, you know, at a convention. No, absolutely. I've never felt that. And that's what I mean. Like, like so for me, it was one of those ideas. It was just like, like as, as a tattoo artist, because like I hadn't been going to conventions yet. It was it was this idea in my head that that we should be more collective rather than rather than than uh, like you know combative or whatever at the time, which we we, we never really were. It was just like like this is all pre Facebook and all that stuff before right. any of this stuff kind of blew up, where where it was like, you know, like like hometown heroes kind of thing. You, you know, know who I'd love to get on our show and and I'd love to have him talk about uh, convention season with his six. Yeah, six and his brother be, seven. seven very, yeah. They do more conventions than anyone I know. We only like, have one extra mic, so they both have to share. They'd have to share one. I think they like, wouldn't mind. Okay. We no, might have to do. invest in another mic. <laughs> They're so used to working together. I, uh, that... We would need a bigger mixer board because I only have four outlets. Well, so. uh, those guys, those we guys do some really. fucking conventions, man. They do. Yes, Not they only do. do they tattoo at the conventions, but yeah, they, they do their they side They do a freak show. They do some fucking weird shit. Yeah, good guys, good guys. Yeah. So yeah. I think we're running close to the end, Rob. You want to like? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, you know what? Dana loves to close it out. I, I, I love when Dana closes, closes it out. Are we, are we two minutes? Do you want to close it down? Or are do we you closing? Wanna... I thought we had another topic to go over. What was the other topic that we were? I don't know. Oh, yeah, uh, one of my. Well, it wasn't much topics. It was just more like ideas and inspirations. Oh, okay. Things, just things that I can point out. Uh, let me just start off by saying because we never really hit the point. Uh, we might have to do a little bit more uh, yeah, that's recording, fine. but um, no the Boston Tattoo Convention, it's um, March 29th through the 31st. It's at the Heinz Convention Center. Uh, single day passes are 25, three days are 45. There is a VIP weekend pass packages. I don't quite know too much about them, but they you get a post on a shirt t-shirt. and a t-shirt. Um, Miss, always buy Miss a t-shirt Boston Inc. registration is $25. And, uh, and I, guess I think that, really that if you buy the VIP the package, you, not only do you get a poster and a T-shirt, but I think yes. Natan gives you a hug. I'm also oh, sorry. <laughs> really you get a hug. You get a, a warm hug like, from Natan. Sure, uh, I'm gonna say Jeff. Jeff sent me. Jeff sent me from a hug. Tell him Jeff sent you. <laughs> I also uh, want to point out uh, a small, lesser known um, well, just because they're starting out. It's a lesser known convention. Um, what the uh, Devils? No, no, no. Uh, we we went over the, uh, that one. But uh, Papillon Tattoo Supply, uh, they are the people that I won my my machine from. And they're one of the oldest, man. They've been around since I started tattooing. They've been around for a long time, man. Papillon's been around for like... Spalding and Rogers? Yeah. Yeah. Talk about them for a minute? Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Papillon... That's another show. Papillon was at one time Spalding and Rogers, right? So they are doing a convention this year. Were they connected in some way? Some ways. Um... 
Rogers. I know uh, he had some yes. Paul Rogers. He had something to do with that company. With Papillon? I think they did. I, I think there was a connection. I'm not there. sure what it was though. Well, the tattoo convention is uh, April 12th through the 14th at the Big E Fairgrounds at the Young Building. Uh, it's their first annual, so um, if you're in the area, I would have liked to have gone out there, but timing's a little tough. Uh, we we definitely would have loved to join, but unfortunately. KVNG. Yeah, so that was the Papillon Tattoo Supply. Uh, they are holding their first annual convention. Um, and it looks like it's going to be a good time. I know a couple of people personally that are going to be attending, and uh, and that would have been a real fun one. It's just that uh crept up at a, at a really like weird time for me personally. But, uh, but yeah, so so that that really covers all the conventions, I would say. Well, just the tip of the iceberg, really, brother. <laughs> we never really even <clears throat> talked about Tommy's at all. We didn't talk about Manchester. We didn't talk about a lot of them, but. No, I, um, yeah, well, I, uh, yes, okay, no, Tommy's, we talked about Tommy's, it's in Hartford, they haven't really, I don't know if we have dates for this one yet, um, I gave dates, the Manchester I one, I don't know if we have dates for that one, I but that's at the Doubletree, uh, and that's usually, okay, live for a guy, July, July 19th to the 21st, July 19th to Which the 21st, sure. Tommy's oh. is October 11th to 13th, oh, okay, I kind of wish Tommy's would do Halloween, <laughs> yeah, right, no, oh, oh, well, they always do a Halloween themed uh, podcast. Vegas, Vegas does one Vegas now. Has a killer Halloween. Da- Vegas convention. does one, and that one whole that's where all the heavy hitters have been going. <laughs> Our boy Mike Johnson uh, from Imperial Inc. He uh, he's he's been tattooing out there. Uh, well, he he did this year's, and it looks like it's like a seriously fun time because it's the weekend of Halloween. Well, my wife's been bugging me about doing a convention in Vegas, so that might have to that might have to happen. That's what I'm saying. There's probably about that, seven conventions in. Vegas. Is that crazy that like it's? Really? Does your wife? Okay, I, I wouldn't mind do your wives do the same the thing seven. that my wives my wife does? Like, does do they like <laughs> my wife? They want to plan your vacation around where you're going to be tattooing, like that's. Yeah. Like, my wife is always like, "Hey, I want to go to vacation here. There's a shop here that looks like." They might let you on and like do a guest spot for a week. <laughs> yeah, just what I want to do yeah. on vacation. Well, she knows to. that's exactly what I'm gonna do. Like yeah. that's what I do, man. I, yeah. I go to that's different places do. and I want a fucking tattoo. Like that's that's who I am. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, well, I, when I go on vacation, I don't really want a tattoo. <laughs> when I go on a, when I go on a convention getaway, then I'm all about it, of course. But like I got, I'm going on a cruise next week with my family, and I don't. Want to think about tattoos for a week? I want to just. You're gonna be that guy on that ship. People four come up to you and go, hey, "Hey, man, I love your tattoos. Can I touch you?" <laughs> four out of the five vacations me and my wife have taken together, I've tattooed. <laughs> <laughs> just bring my equipment and we go. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna sign off. Yeah. I think here, right, uh, Dana, bring awesome. us through right. everything, will you? So we are. We talked about. Night Shift Brewery. Night Shift we Brewery. We had the 87. They are out of Everett, Massachusetts. Neighbor of the bank robbery capital of the world. That's right. Charlestown. If you ever get a chance, go and visit. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, we talked about sponsorships. We talked about Central City Inc. Magazine from Portland, Oregon. Axis Rotary. Brass Monkey. Jeff, thank you very much. Ooh. This was definitely a more business-oriented it really was a conversation yeah. rather than a joking one, which I'll uh, I'll ham it up next week, guys. <laughs> we uh, we discussed coils versus rotaries. 
what we like, what we don't like, etc. Uh, convention you know season. Like. All the conventions we are planning on going to be at this year. And yeah, I feel like hope to see we're going to talk about convention season a lot because yeah. we're in it right now. It's, it's going to keep coming up. It has officially uh, yeah, arrived, and, and I think that every show is going to be kind of. It's at like least a side months, note. Like six months shows. of Christmas. Well, what I can so do is I can I can do a separate recording of just and I, the I'm pretty sure that a lot of these promoters are going to be very willing to let us come in and do our podcast yeah. from the show. So I think that we're going to well, do a lot of our shows from these conventions. Yeah, uh, that dude from Bangor, man, the guy that's putting that on. Oh, my God. Baron Von. Baron Von, whatever the fuck his name ah, is. Geez, <laughs> come on, we got to know crazy. his name and we're going to be going uh, to his thing. I'll look it up. Baron, yes, fact-checking. It should be hammered into our into he, our It should be because I've looked well, at this picture of this guy like I've been drinking, pulling so trucks with like, chains on his nipples and shit. Oh, this <laughs> is not my Pulling life. cinder cinder blocks with his eyelids. Yeah. I'm I, like, I love the videos of I'm, dudes I'm like... I'm still saying, like, like, I'm ready to let him staple a $100 bill to my forehead. If he's going to let me do one. I mean, I'll staple a $100 bill to your forehead right now. I'm I'll, saying, I'll, would you let me do one back? No. I'll staple a $5 bill. How about a $1 bill? Can I do it back to you? No. Well, what the fuck, man? It's for the fun of it. I don't think he's going to want to... Uh, I think he'll just let you do it. Look, I've seen... He's not going to want to... He's going to... He doesn't want to have to do I it know, back but to you. It's just been a be long like, time since I've taken a stapler to the face. He's just say, hey... <laughs> Hey, I'm sorry there, little, right. little, little guy. Hey, little man. Hey there, little guy. For a few we don't want to hurt you today. You know what I, I love is the Buddhist monk videos of them, like, lifting cinder blocks with their balls. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, getting kicked over and over. And, like, hey, 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 hey. And they're just, like, sitting there squatting <laughs> with, a, with cinder blocks. The guy's name, Baron Von... Baron Von something... It's bit. <laughs> hey everybody, it's there involved something here. Oh man, we got dead air. You got to talk about things. I know, this is rough, dude. I'm really trying. Really trying. I just don't know where the hell he had sent me his name on. Well, if if we all hold our breath and stop talking, I can trim it out maybe. <gasps> <laughs> you might have all right, to we'll find Baron Hahn, whatever his name. <laughs> Don't you have like a text message going? I do, but I've we me and him have actually talked a lot, so, so I'm, I'm going not. through going through a lot of shit. Yeah. Dude. What 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 did you save his name as? I didn't save his name. It's you on Instagram save. and it's under Devil's Half Acre Tattoo. Oh oh, so you weren't text messaging? There, Baron Baron <laughs> von Geiger 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 Geiger. Sure? That's right. Oh my we god, we had this conversation. Like HR right. Geiger. Baron okay. Von Geiger. Yeah, Baron Von Geiger. Well, we'll be up there. Really We're going to have an awesome convention. You get yes. two staples now. Like this I said, um, that is across the street now at the... Cro- I, I believe I had said it before when 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 they had... Whatever. Uh, they had announced it officially, though. Apparently, it's not being held in the Hollywood Casino, Hotel Casino. It's across the street at the Cross Insurance Center. I feel like we should get our room at that hotel. Oh, absolutely. Now. No, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that shit's not going to be there much longer. book up. Dinner, it's the first annual. I don't think we're... No, you want to know... I, yeah, right? I, did, look up, I, I did look up prices. I mean, we'll just book it, but... I did look up prices. <laughs> it, it starts to get a little pricey at yeah, that time of the season. Yeah. All right, well, everybody, thank you so much yes, for listening to us tonight. Thanks. Uh, this we, is we business episode. This is, like, the episode of a show where it's, like, you know, the 
the the stuff that you have to watch. You have to, yeah. You just you kind know, of got to like, get it out of the way. What are we going to name this one, Rob? Next, well, we can't name call it. This... Who hasn't banged Cat No, Van no, K Van G. K Van G. I can't believe you changed your name. All right, you're going to get me going on this whole other topic. We're it's sign slander, off. brother. It's slander. It is we not should call slander. it convention season and give me a boner. Slander. What's a good name? Slander right, would be saying that we all took turns name. with. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing. Convention season gives me a boner. <laughs> all right, everybody. Good night. Good night.